what is going on everybody good evening to you all hey if you did not hear a blockbuster trade went down between the philadelphia eagles and the indianapolis colts carson wentz on the move another episode of hail to the thorn starts now so yes Carson Wentz finally out of Philly due to high speculation. It was anticipated that this move was bound to happen sooner than later. Jalen Hurts is officially the future quarterback in Philly, bearing that no trade or draft pick happens where he'd be replaced. Very unlikely, but hey, Carson Wentz to the Colts. And there is a clear winner and there is a clear loser in this trade. And no spoiler alert here. The Colts are the big winners in this. So let's break down this trade a little bit. The Eagles said initially for Carson Wentz, this is likely because of how big his contract was when they initially gave them that new contract, that extension. The Eagles first said they wanted two draft picks, two first round draft picks in exchange for the quarterback. And man, stats don't lie. And every team said, nah, son, we ain't giving you that. And that is rightfully so based on how he's performed and the injuries, the lack to complete really a full season. Everyone was like, heck no, bro. We ain't giving you that. You ain't Deshaun Watson. You ain't Russell Wilson, man. You probably aren't even as worth as much as Ben Roethlisberger right now. But at the end of the day, the Colts and the Eagles found a way to get a deal done to ship him to Indianapolis. And if you're the Colts, there's a lot of reasons to be excited for it. First, she didn't give up that much. So we're looking from the Eagles side. They trade Wentz, and in exchange, they get a third-round draft pick for this draft, the 2021 NFL Draft. And they also get a second-round pick in the 2022 draft, which could turn into a first-round draft pick. And if you're asking how, how does that turn into a first-round draft pick? Well, there's two ways. First one is if Carson Wentz plays 75% of all offensive snaps next season, the other alternative option is if he plays 70% of the snaps and the Colts make the playoffs in 2021, which with the team they had is very likely. So it turns out the Eagles probably will get that first round, one of the two first round picks that they wanted, but they knew they should have known at least, and it came a quick reality to them that he was not worth two first round picks bearing how the Eagles played, how he played. And if he's not Deshaun Watson, so, you know, in the debate right there, we don't even need to continue talking about that. But yeah, so just kind of depends on how that works. And the Colts, like I said, they're in a great position. This was a team who was in the AFC playoffs last year. They barely missed the division and all would have came down if they would have beat the Titans. And Carson Wentz ultimately has to replace a guy who was in his last season of his career for Philip Rivers, but I don't want to take anything away from Philip Rivers because when you dive into the statistics of him from this past year, he had 4,169 yards and 24 touchdowns to 11 interceptions, a little over a two to one ratio, which is impressive for a guy who's in his last season. It looked like he had more football to play, but I understand it. The kid pops babies out like it's nothing. So maybe he just wants more kids, but don't, don't need to talk about that. Anyways, keep it moving. The Eagles are in such other than the potential hope that they get a first-round draft pick in 2022. The Eagles got screwed on this, and they knew they were going to take a hit by giving him up because they paid the dude so dang much so early in his career. And a quick side note, that's that's kind of a risk you take in sports that's happening a lot now. Even look at the MLB. Fernando Tatis just signed a fat deal for 14 years, $340 million. Dude hasn't even played 162 games yet. Phenomenal talent. And I don't mean to steer this away from base to baseball, away from this Wentz trade. Dude's a phenomenal player, maybe uh, one of the best shortstops in the game right now, but he's only going into his third year and he hasn't even played a full season technically. First year he got hurt. Second year, it was a COVID season. He played the full year for that, but dude's already had one serious injury. 
despite his talent, despite his skills, I feel like it's so early to be giving him that much of a contract. He's one bad injury away from maybe never being the same. Look at Derrick Rose, right? And bringing in Vessel. So that's all three sports that intertwine. But Wentz had so much money so early and it hasn't panned out to this point that it's hurting the Eagles long-term even with this trade. The Eagles are going to take a huge hit, a dead cap hit. How big of a hit? A hit that puts him in the biggest dead cap hit in NFL history. They'll be taking a 33.8 million dead cap hit on Carson Wentz. Like I said, the largest dead cap hit in NFL history. Yikes, man. Their 2021 NFL salary cap for the league, the NFL salary cap is $180 million. Okay, let's do a little math here. That's 18.7% going to Carson Wentz, a quarterback who's not even on their team anymore. Tough, bro, tough. The Colts, on the other hand, this is a steal. It can be a steal if they can get Carson Wentz to turn around, which whether there's better quarterback options to maybe trade for or even draft, unknown still there. Carson Wentz is here on a four-year deal that's essentially now worth $98 million. And for the Colts, they get their starting quarterback, their probable starting quarterback, for $24.5 million. When they signed Phillip Rivers, who was in his last year for one year, $25 million deal. This is 24 and a half. I get it. Wentz has not played to Phillip Rivers standards yet, but he might with this new offensive scheme. Look, the Colts have done a great job managing salaries, which is what I want to talk to you a little about here. They can still, like I mentioned in my past podcast, they can still go after one of these top six wide receivers. They could even re-sign T.Y. Hilton. They have receivers and tight ends who work. They got Jonathan Taylor and Hines in the backfield, two running backs. The running game definitely sped it up and got established later in the season. Wentz has a little pressure off him, man. Uh, No receivers in the Eagles. And Miles Sanders, take what you want from him. He's pretty good, but tough year for him. I think they're in a really good spot to make the playoffs, make a competitive run for the AFC South, despite the Titans still being very good. And despite the Jaguars drafting Trevor Lawrence, the Colts still are in a really good position, and with their defense and how great it is, they have a chance to win. And the reason you want to look at how great this situation is, Carson Wentz is back with Frank Reich. Frank Reich was the Eagles' offense coordinator during Carson Wentz's best statistical career. His only year where he was selected to the Pro Bowl and he was a first-team All-Pro. Carson Wentz, this was 2017 when his OC, like I said, was Frank Reich. He had 3,296 yards to 33 touchdowns and only seven interceptions. He was looking, that's when he got the money, right? He was looking like a dude who was going to ball for such a long time and it was only in his second career uh, season following a season that got cut short where he got hurt and they won the Super Bowl, but dude looked really good and now he's back with this OC and Frank Reich is willing to take this chance because one they didn't have to sacrifice a lot they're getting him for cheaper two he knows how to coach him he knows how to get Carson Wentz comfortable from what we can tell from the past and with a better receiving core a better line a way better defense the Colts look very competitive they looked very competitive with Phillip Rivers I'm not saying that they're in Super Bowl contention but they're in contention to win the AFC South they're in contention to compete for the AFC, it's the Chiefs. It's the Chiefs' kingdom. Their their term, you know, Chiefs' kingdom. It really is. The AFC is still theirs to lose. Not going to make any take that says that if they have Deshaun Watson or a guy like Russell Wilson or even Matthew Stafford who just got traded to the Rams, it makes it a little different. But Wentz here has a chance to redeem his career and maybe even surprise some people this, this next year, his first year in, in Indianapolis. And look, like I said about managing salaries, the Colts here, backtracking a little bit they've done a fantastic job their front office their management has done a fantastic job managing budget here and look if Carson Wentz doesn't pan out after two years they can get rid of him and really realistically take no cap hit if you ask who a winner is it's clear Colts win the trade 
The Eagles, with their picks, though, with this third-round pick this first year, they could look, depending on what they do with their first couple picks, they could look to get someone stronger in the secondary. I was trying to look, you know, see what they need. The safety option is something they could look for in that third-round pick, or if they pass up on wide receivers for the first two rounds, that might be time to try to get a steal in the mid-round with the wide receiver pick. Look, all the best to Jalen Hurts. It's his turn now. Let's see how he pans out. He provided some electric sparks for the Eagles offense late in the season when he got his chance to start. Carson Wentz, I hope everyone's rooting for him in the best situation here because, one, if he does good, it makes FCF, FCS players feel better about their chances to get drafted, especially with a guy like Trey Lance. Him and Carson Wentz, they went to the same school, both great quarterback prospects, very different play styles. Trey Lance gets a little bit of hesitation on where do we want to take this guy do we want to pick him in the first round because of how Carson Wentz has played out of an FCS school in the NFL so far but big chance for him to change his career round Frank Reich is taking this risk but it doesn't really seem like a risk to him regardless I think the Colts got a really legitimate shot to be good and if their defense and O-line keeps growing and developing like they can watch out right This one was shorter. I wanted to keep it short. This is the only topic we got. Get ready for draft talks. Get ready for more free agency. I mentioned a little bit about baseball tonight in the podcast. Things are heating up. Pitchers and catchers to spring training. That's so exciting. I've been watching videos all day, just hearing the sounds of the the pops, seeing Blake Snell and New Darvish and New Unis, Jake Arrieta back with the Cubs. Man, I just can't wait for games to start. Can't wait to start talking about these things. NBA basketball is getting hot tonight. If you are listening to this on Thursday, the 18th of February when I posted this, Lakers Nets tonight should be a crazy game. Let's see if the Nets play differently on defense when they're playing a team that they could easily see in the finals. It is a potential NBA finals preview. I'm excited for it. Like I said, just a lot going on. This is right where the podcast wants to be. Thank you guys so much for the support. You saw that I'm on Twitter. I appreciate the follows that are coming. I appreciate the love, the messages, the DMs, everything I'm getting. Y'all are so cool to me. Y'all are so true. And I just love this. Uh, I'm just having so much fun doing this. And again, I appreciate all the support and love I get. Thank you guys for listening to Hail to the Thorn. It's been real. Stay safe out there, everyone. The weather's been crazy. Prayers out to you all. Love you. Peace.